This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the latest episode of Tech Unmuted. Today, we're going to take a look at some of the co-pilot functionality within Bing. Uh, Santi's going to walk us through a couple of uh, prompts. You pre-structure a couple to uh, get sort of a consistent outcome on this, but I'm going to flip it over to Santi. Yeah, and, and before I share my screen, uh, just keep in mind that you can use Copilot in Bing in any browser, right? Uh, you know, a lot of people like to use Chrome. You basically go to Bing and you'll have the, the ability to do the same thing there. Yep. But I'm going to use Microsoft Edge. And the reason I'm going to use Microsoft Edge is because it's a more... Uh, embedded experience, right? It's already integrated into the browser and it just seems to flow better. So uh, let's not delay this any further. Let me share my screen. So as Santi's bringing that up, I will say I did test a couple things out in the Chrome browser yesterday. It definitely did not work as well. So uh, in fact, in one case, it wouldn't even respond to the prompt. So yeah. I think the, the, the better functionality and the quicker outcome is gonna happen in the Edge browser. I agree. I agree. And, and what I love about the Microsoft Edge browser is that it's tied to your Microsoft 365 account. And so you can also see stuff that's related to your M365 environment as well. So it's kind of nice. All right. So here's how we get this started. Um, granted, you can just go ahead and do a search and do a Bing search, but we're going to come up here to this Bing chat icon. And that's going to open up a sidebar. And um, I want to analyze the sidebar before we start uh, dropping in some prompts. Um, there are, first of all, I want to point out that it is in preview mode. And so Bing chat, they call it Bing chat enterprise. Um, it is basically copilot, Microsoft copilot. It is in preview mode. It's been out for about two months now. Um, and then they give you some prompted, uh, templates to maybe start with. So maybe write, uh, a sales pitch or analyze uh, do a SWOT analysis. Uh, you know, it gives you some some kind of canned stuff you can kind of play around with. As you scroll down, you can actually choose the type of conversation you want to have, and that's the key. The key here is when you are in the chat section, this is conversational AI. That's what when you whenever you hear the term conversational AI, this is what we're referring to. It's a conversation that's going back and forth between yeah. you. And artificial intelligence so you can kind of choose what's that tone going to be or that style i'm going to just leave it at creative and the, um, the the important thing here and we've talked about this before with with chat gpt as well it's about writing good prompts yeah and it's about forcing context and you know potentially changing the tone of the response could right. be with the buttons it could be you directly ask it to do it right uh, you'll get a better outcome when you do that and you sort of work with it and figure the prompts out. If you just ask, if you just straight out ask a question and then don't try to contextualize it after, you get a much less useful output typically. That's correct because the idea here is that you're conversating, right? It's a conversation. Yep. You are speaking with and you're using what? Natural language. There's nothing fancy, no code. You're just typing in yep. what you want. 
Um, so this is uh, this is the chat section. There's also a compose section. We'll look at that in a little bit. Uh, I want to go ahead and just start asking some questions. So um, I crafted some questions. Uh, listen, here's one that you know I could see people asking. I mean, I would ask if I had the opportunity, and that is, I am looking to bring home a new French bulldog puppy. So what are some of the things I need to consider? Also, is there a list of items I need? Uh, very plain, simple English, nothing too uh, detailed or, or, you know, complicated about my question. And let's go ahead and send it. And let's see what the AI does. And the thing to keep in mind, you will get a different answer every time you ask this question. Uh, it's generated. Yep. So it is searching for specific things. Uh, it is searching for uh, French Bulldog Puppy Care. And so it grabbed its knowledge, okay? And now it's generating the response. And as you can see, it is creating an entire narrative. Uh, it tells me that their, you know, their, their, their faces are short and flat, so they, they'll have breathing issues. You need to be aware of that. Um, it says that uh, bulldogs, French bulldogs, have very are very have very sensitive skin, and uh, they can be irritated by allergies. And at, George, I, I don't know if you noticed, but as it's generating the response, it's giving me a reference. Reference, so yeah, it's awesome. Yep. So you have a link, right? So it's number one, number two, and it's starting to add down below where the reference points to. So reference one points to petmd.com. Reference two is pointing to the AKC.org, American uh, Kennel Club. And so, and now it found a, a third reference, third source, right? Uh, FrenchBulldogIO.com. And so um, it just, it's going to continue to generate this response. I'm going to go ahead and let it, let it finish on its own. But it is trying to give you uh, as best in a, 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 a as complete of a response based on the questions I asked. This is AI at work. Now, once it's done, I can ask a follow-up question. So that's what conversational AI is about, right? It's about, okay, I got this. Hey, something else I want to know, or can you elaborate on a specific point? Whatever that conversation is, you can put that in and it will generate that for you. Yeah. Or, hey, and, this list is too long. I can't consume it. Make the list shorter. Just give absolutely. me one sentence about each thing I need to do as an example. This is great. Now it's giving me a list. Speaking of lists, right? List of things I should consider getting for my new puppy. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, uh, look, even a nail clipper, right? Or a grinder that is safe <laughs> and easy to use. Um, so, yeah. So, this is the, listen, before you would do, a search and get just a bunch of links and maybe a summary of what's on that web page, but you you really had to dig for answers, right? Now, because I could ask the same question <laughs> in a typical web search, but I'm not going to get a an AI generated response. Here, I have artificial intelligence literally creating a narrative, a detailed narrative. All right, so it finished with its response, okay? And, so the um, one thing on this, though, the interesting thing to keep in mind, this is hanging on the panel on the right-hand side. Right. The preview mode of Copilot 
for Windows 11 that I have running does the exact same thing. Uh, the use case that's worked really well for me is I'll be in an Excel spreadsheet or in some application right. and I'll have a question like, how do I create this formula? How do I change a font? Whatever it is. Uh, I can do it in that little panel that's persistent on the right-hand side where in the past, I probably would have had a browser open and maybe tried to split screen and it's never, they're more equal in screen, right? This keeps it in a small area on the right, makes it very easy to consume the information that's in it and work in another area, uh, which I think is key from a business productivity standpoint. Yeah, I agree. I, I do like the format where it's a sidebar and I can just, and it, cause it's not really taken away from my main screen, not really. Yep. And it's very convenient. Um, all right. So the AI finishes generation, obviously there are some ads, I guess they got to pay for copilot. So that's one way, right? They push ads for you and they push specific ads that have to do with French bulldog puppy food. So that's great. Um, <clears throat> what I like about this is if you're trying to think of the next question to ask, it does uh, create some suggested questions for you. So for example, what are some good toys for French Bulldog or how often should I take my Frenchie to the vet? And anyway, and I can click on those or I can just ask my own. And next thing you know, you're having a conversation back and forth, right? Uh, but I'm not going to do that. I think everybody gets that idea. I'm going to go ahead and um, start over, right? So we're going to start a, a, a brand new uh, conversation here, which by the way, um, you can, you can, you can do by just clicking on the broom and it'll kind of just clear everything out for you. The broom kind of sweeps everything away okay. and then you can start a, a brand new, uh, conversation. I want to get a little technical here. Um, so I'm going to ask a little bit more of a, a harder question, right? This is, this is very specific to, uh, Microsoft Teams, and it's very specific to coding, uh, but I'm I just want to see what it does. So, so here's my prompt. I'm trying to add notifications to a custom app for Microsoft Teams. What API calls do I need, and what would be the JSON code? It's very technical in nature, right? Yep. Uh, and very specific. And let's, this is one as well run. where you'd probably be split screen, right? You'd be working in the panel on the left hand side. Yep. actually manipulating code uh, and having this persistence on the right-hand side and be able to scroll through it is is a huge productivity hack. And so the artificial intelligence has started its response. Um, it's walked me through the process of registering my app with Azure AD um, and getting a specific uh, app ID, which is, which is correct. Um, the web applications info section within the JSON is correct. And now it's actually creating the JSON code. Literally, uh, it writes the code for me, so I don't have to try and figure out how to do it on my own. Uh, and I can copy this, paste it, right, into the custom app that I'm trying to write, and I'll have notifications uh, turned on. Um, and you and could probably do a regular search, right, and find a site or two that might have this. But possibly. the time that consumes, you well, know, Yes, George, but here's what's nice about this. You have a narrative. I have here step-by-steps that are very specific to what I asked, right? Um, uh, it's skimmy specific uh, API calls that I need to consider. Um, it writes the JSON for me, and then it gives me, to your point, 
references. If I want yeah. to dig further, I can go to these references and, and drill down some more. Uh, but again, this is like a huge time saver. I mean, look, we just did this. It took, it took just a minute, right? Um, by the way, and it's solving a major problem because you can write a custom app, uh, but notifications are tricky uh, when it comes to teams, you know, when it comes to custom apps. And this is how you would solve that problem. So um, I, I want to try one more thing here. And similar to what we did, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just sweep it clean. I want to ask a very different question. I'm going to go back to the puppies, right? Um, what I want is I want pictures, right? I want I want images of bulldog puppies because embedded in Copilot for Bing um, is well now you can literally um, generate images, right? So I want to ask a question. I want to say generate an image of a French bulldog give me different color variations to choose from right now this is pulling from dolly right d-a-l-e right um and it's going to now look at my question analyze you know remember this is not going to be i'm asking for an image so it's going to give me a little bit of um a response it just said hey i'll try to create that and now it's going to give you have to give it a second. It'll load up. Well, and guess what? Right now, <laughs> because we picked the the highest, apparently the highest uh, uh, demand time for for images, it says it can't create it right now. Um, I'm going to ask it again and see if maybe I can sneak through. I guess a lot of people are using this today. Let's try it one more time. And this is similar to what we saw early on with ChatGPT, right? And yeah. not image generation there so much as content generation. And that's sort of gotten to the point that it's uh, at the enterprise version, but it's pretty much available 100%. Yeah. Now, this one, this time it seems to be giving me uh, a better response. It's saying, hey, I'll create that. Uh, you know, here's some images. By the way, here's some color uh, variations that, you know, we can fine and now it's actually creating the image so i guess i i was able to jump in right yeah um so it's going to only and it, it does it pretty quick it's not like it used to, there it is it's not like it used to be it actually does this really quick now um something to point out right this was made by bing image creator and it's powered by dolly and it's uh using using version three you can see that information down here now as i click on these it'll load them up and they're great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you remember early on when we had AI generated images, right? The noses were wrong, the ears were wrong, or like the paws would fade into like the background. George, look at these. Yeah, amazing. They're they're amazing. They're clean. They're crisp. And look at the different color variations. I mean, it's it's and they're all like that. Like, if you click on the next one, let's see. Let's click on the next one here. Look at this. And they're usable size, right? They're they are 10 by 24 by 1024, I think, for the whole panel, not individually. But it is. It is. Yeah. You, I don't know. Do you know if there's upscaling on these or not? Can you yeah, edit you know, to create a better version? Yeah, I, I'm sure you know, I haven't played uh, enough with the uh, image generator. Um, I really, I think, honestly, I really think that we can spend an entire podcast just creating images. Yep. 
And and I would love to do that. Like just come up with some very creative prompts and really challenge Dolly and see what it comes up with. And then uh, I say we do that, you know, because this is, you know, the visual is just amazing. And when you unleash creativity <laughs> with something like AI, yeah, uh, I, I'm I would love to see what kind of output we get. Um, and I'll just click on the other two images just so that folks can kind of and again to your appreciate quality is definitely better. I mean, early on with this, I remember I had it. I was just playing around with different options. Create me a couple cups of coffee on a table, and sure, every single one of them was had some major flaw to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. that made it sort of unusable. Look at this little guy. <laughs> so it's great. I mean, anyway, so that. That gives you an idea of, uh, you know, the co-pilot capabilities that are, again, this is embedded in Bing. Um, and it the, the best user experience is going to be within Microsoft Edge, right? Yeah. Um, I just want to do just one more thing before we kind of bring this podcast an end. I'm going to click over here towards us Compose. Because remember, this entire time we've been in the chat section which is really meant for conversational ai yeah. i ask a question it gives me a response i can then to your point do follow-ups can we resize this image can you uh, regenerate it you, whatever the whatever your prompt is right that's conversational ai it has a compose section this is more geared towards i need an output i'm not looking yeah. for a conversation i just need an output all right and so it's kind of nice you can you can throw in your your prompt here in fact i have one let me go fetch it real quick i'm going to say i'm going to ask it to write me a blog right that would be a nice type of and the nice thing here is the tone setting right you get yes. the tone up front if you get used to the tone uh you could make it in the tone of a specific business if it's large enough it would know what it is by asking it deliberately yeah. right uh, and I'm actually going to GPT you can, but yeah, this this is it's nice, really a nice feature. They kind of create the buttons for you. I'm going to just say funny, just because I want to see what it does, right? Uh, so I'm going to choose the tone as funny. So my prompt is for those who are listening on the audio version, I'm asking it write a blog about the impact Microsoft Copilot can have on the average information worker. I think it's a pretty decent prompt. Yep. It also it also gives you a format, like what kind of format you want this in. Uh, I am curious about what it does with the LinkedIn post. I've never used that. I don't know if it's going to ask me to log in or not. Um, you know, if, if it does, maybe I'll just recreate it. I'm just curious to see what it's going to do. And then it asks you what length. So normally, to your point, George, right? Again, use this tone, make it 500 yep. words or less. Well, now you just have these icons and you just kind of choose what you want and create you know, generate the draft. So here, let's just see what happens. I am curious about the whole LinkedIn post uh, format. So, and again, on the ChatGPT side, you're you're typically asking the question up front. You might say tone, you might say length, but there's a lot of corrective action. Like, hey, this yeah. is too long. Make it a little bit shorter. The tone's off. Make it like this. Take these kind of words out. Uh, those kind of prompts. So it's writing. It's it's writing the blog. And I'm going to let it finish. I can scroll up. I want to see how it opened since I used the tone funny. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I want to, the opening is usually the opening close to me are are good indicators to what kind yeah. of blog you're getting. And what scroll back up. What was the original prompt again? The original prompt was write a blog about write the impact. Blog. Yeah. Microsoft 
uh, Copilot can have on the average information worker. So now the only thing I'll say is this is too long for LinkedIn players. You might be able to fit it on there. I've seen really long ones, but I don't read them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it was again, it was a mixed set of instructions. You said write a blog, but then you put the format as yes, as LinkedIn. Correct. Uh, but look, it's here's the opening. It says yep. how Microsoft Copilot can make your life easier. And it starts off, if you're like me, you probably spend a lot of time writing emails, reports, presentations, and other documents for work. And if you're like me, you probably wish there was a, a way to make this process faster, easier, and more enjoyable. I think it's a great opening. And yep. so I'm not gonna read the rest of the rest of the uh, the blog, but you know, that's this is fascinating, right? And then yep. by the way, look what they did at the end here. It looks they 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 add a, a hashtag. You see that? It, I guess that's what it does when you save for LinkedIn. I guess it gives you a hashtag to go along with it. Um, here's what I like about this. Look at the bottom. You can add a call to action. So why don't you click that and let's see what yeah. happens. So let's add a call to action. So it's going to rewrite it, I guess. Interesting. But but yeah. So it's not just going to create the call to action it's going to rewrite it with a call to action let's see what it does here this is it is interesting i would think i would just it would, it would just generate the call to action and then you can just paste it and this does not allow or at least i'm not saying it right you can't dialogue with it you can only use the prompt correct correct this that that's the difference between the chat window and the compose window you you, you nailed it Chat is all about conversational back and forth. Composes, it's going to create an output based on your prompt. Yeah. yeah. So I would say the challenge with Compose is going to be you're going to have to take the content, drop it into something else, and do some editing where if you're in chat, you could say, hey, I don't like this part of it. Write it differently, right? Where with this, you're sort of you get the output, right? And it's got to be edited somewhere else. So um not sure where the uh and I don't see a call to action. Call, call to action is maybe maybe it's embedded somewhere. Um typically think it would be the close though, right? That's that's what I was looking for. I was looking for example, if you want to write a blog, uh, so on, so on. Yeah. Okay. So it, it didn't quite generate the call to action uh, we're looking for. Uh, but that just, you know, that's just an overview. I wanted to just share this with everybody because a lot of folks don't know that one, here's what it is. Uh, listen, you and I were generation Xers. <laughs> yep. uh, for some reason, when you want to search for something, what's the term we say? Let's Google it. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so a lot of people just they use Google. They don't they don't really use Bing. They're not exposed to Bing. They don't understand how great Bing yep. is actually of a search engine. And now that you have Bing with Copilot, like they don't even some people don't even know this exists. And so I just thought yep. it'd be a great opportunity to just kind of show everybody. So listen, Copilot, artificial intelligence, Microsoft, it is available now. And guess what? You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is go to Bing and, and you'll have it. Even better, open up Microsoft Edge, which is Microsoft's browser, yep. and it'll be embedded. So 
but anyway, I hope that this was uh, informative. Uh, I thought it was fun. The puppies look absolutely adorable. I love them. Um, and by the way, that is a unique image. It didn't grab this from the web, right? It generated this. And that's what we need to understand. Every time I do this, it's going to give me a unique image. And that's yeah. that's what's amazing about AI. Well, folks, this brings our podcast to an end. This is a good time to remind you to subscribe to Tech Unmuted on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. This is definitely a YouTube uh, episode, right? Uh, but until next time, folks, stay connected, stay curious. See you next time. Visit fusionconnect.com slash tech unmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening. Thank you.